Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the acclaimed movie, All of Us Strangers, starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott. Stream the new Hulu original limited series, We Were the Lucky Ones, with Joey King and Logan Lerman. And don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Well, it's the friend zone. Where Tim and Guy come to the friend zone. And have a good time. Yes, it's the friend zone. With Tim and Guy. Hello and welcome along to the Friend Zone. I am your friend Guy Montgomery, and I'm your friend Tim Bat. Hello, and, and this is the 59th time. Can you believe it, Tim? That we've all gotten together like this around the campfire and exchanged pleasantries, positivities, Doesn't goodwill, goodwill. Do, do you know what I enjoy about the Friend Zone is that it's not a set point in time space, space time, space time. You know, you're in a whole other zone to me. We're in different zones, but we're all in the friend zone. I understand what you're saying. I agree with it. I accept what you're saying. I'm trying to do that thing that uh, Mr. Peanut Butter and Diane have to do when they're going through relationship (laughs) counselling, which is passive-aggressively acknowledging how the other person feels. Tim, it's great to see you. How are you? The the I statement. You do the I statements, the I feel this way, huh? I tell you what, Americans go crazy for that shit. They, they really, they took up, uh, what's it called? Not psychiatry, psychology. Therapy. Yeah, psychotherapy in a big way. Yeah, they go I crazy the, for it. I wish the acid thing had, thing had hung around, though. When they first started kicking off with that and Freud was the bee's knees, there was a lot of acid going around that was helping in those ses- Man, sessions, and then it I got read, demonized. Yeah, yeah. Do you know why? Uh, why? It's covered briefly in... Uh, John Ronson's book The Psychopath Test where they were using uh, LSD to help try and um, sort of increase the empathy of like uh, maniacal criminals you know like proper sort of uh, psychologically tormented criminals Amazing How did that go? Did it make them better criminals? (laughs) Uh, funnily enough, it did. So they oh, everyone shit. showed signs of learning and improving really early and really quickly. I and just then, want to say sorry while you're talking. Yeah. There's a lot of wild sounds that will be happening for people, which is a fun soundscape for you. Uh, there's, there's a bit of action I'm recording from the kitchen today. Yeah. So just uh, I understand noises. Zoe is baking a cake. Yeah. Now that is something a good friend would do. But what I'm trying to tell you, Tim, is your Back instincts were correct. Uh, they sort of showed all the signs of people who are improving and developing empathetic skills and understanding other people's perspective. But that was all a front because they then went out into the real world with these new like super criminal skills and just recommitted oh all the horrible crimes they'd done, uh, but so much worse. So, yeah, while yes, uh, it would be nice if LSD was legal in some parts of the world, uh, yep. I think the research 
with regards to it applying to therapy, uh, the consensus is no good. Very good. Okay. Well, I, I'm glad that we could close the book on that. Although, just because a medication aids a small number of criminals doesn't mean we should ban the thing outright. But look, this isn't a, uh, a podcast dedicated to anti-drug prohibition causes, although maybe it could be in the future, but it isn't right now. It's about hearing from the rest of the friends who are in the zone, wherever they may be. Yeah, buddy. Shall I do it? Shall uh, you do it? I'm trying to skim read a very old email to see if I had read it okay, in the last well, I'll, I'll start and zone. then you can do that while I read. Okay. I love I, I love that you know this administrative part of the record will never go away. No, not right. Dear real piece of shit guy, guy bo, guy guy, Flash, Alexander, Halifax, Monty, Montgomery, and Tim. Like that. I have some questions. He really, that, he really put me in my place, huh? Yeah. Some questions that would probably be filed as admin, but thought that the friend zone was as good a place as any to seek some answers. When the season is over, will we also see the end? Of the friend zones. Will say no, you're both moving on to bigger, if not better things. I think I speak on behalf of all your fans when I say that all of us would still love tuning into a weekly, fortnightly, or monthly podcast where you two get together and chat shit for half an hour and eat pizza. Secondly, will the Patreon stay open? And can we still expect the Silas Clubs at the end of the pod? And if not, is there another place where fans can chuck in some bucks to help with the credit card situations and pizza purchases? And lastly, should we stay subscribed to the Worst Idea of All Time podcast feed? This guy's really clearing through a lot of questions that I'm sure a lot of people are wondering. My Mm. pod library is littered with the remains of dead podcasts that I can't bear unsubscribing from on the off chance that they become active again. I'll see either or both of you the next time you do shows in Brisbane and we'll be sure to offer some beers and pizza afterwards. This guy loves pizza. And I'm sure the answers to these questions would have been forthcoming in due time anyway. I just wanted an excuse to write to my friends. Cheers, Zach Shepard. Well, maybe the first to say, Zach, thanks to you for reaching out and writing to your friends. I've never been to Brizzy, but I feel like Brizzy's been to me. Uh, Brizzy is a truly dire place. And I say that with all love and respect, but my God, I thought it was on the beach. My, in my head, it's at a lovely beach. Is, is that not the situation? It's on a brown poison river filled with pissed off sharks. <laughs> well, that doesn't sound good. That doesn't sound like a fun time. For good reason, it is not. I mean, you've already picked a massive fight with the inhabitants of Raleigh, North Carolina. You really want to open up another friend zone feud with a whole town? A whole uh, city? I don't, wanna, I don't mind it. Like, I actually am in a position where I could travel to rally now and talk to the mayor. <laughs> Should you choose, which apparently is high on your list. Uh, look, there were some very pertinent questions which were asked in that email, or message rather, that we haven't answered. Uh, numero uno. Well, it's basically just what's happening. What's the fucking deal? The answer is, I don't know. I actually did have an idea, which I should probably talk to you off uh, the show about, but I'm going to conduct this conversation here. Okay, so go ahead. We uh, made a decision a while ago to... Uh, we were approached by Hal. They said, we want to give you some money and we want to take the first season of your podcast and put it on our fine platform. And that is where you can listen to the episodes of the first season of The Worst Idea of All Time. Uh, Hal.fm, probably slash Worst Idea, I imagine. 
so that uh, contract, if you call it that, I think is ending soonish. So I thought, Guy, what might be a fun idea is for us to bleed out those season one episodes again on the feed to put them back on. Ah. Uh, what, what do you, and we can put friend zones periodically in between them. What do you I, think? I'm all for that, man. I love it. May not um, be for everyone to revisit the uh, humble beginnings. It may be the second go around for some people, but uh, I thought it. I thought it would be kind of cool just to have that piece of history back on there. So in that way, that's uh, what's happening on the feed. What's happening with the friend zones? The feed's answer. alive. The friend zone will stay alive. I think. I don't know if we'll have correspondence, but uh, even if no one writes to us, Tim and I will just catch up and record it and release it anyway. Catch up cast. And as for the, the Patreon worst genre of all shows, the Patreon will stay alive. It will be uh, difficult. Will it? Cross countries. Do you reckon? Well, I just I I know I've said this many times yeah. before, but I feel very bad about how we've disrespected it. Um, yeah, yeah, we've, so just... we've bombed, we've bombed that. But well, maybe it won't. The 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 my promise to everyone is that we Tim and I will be back podcasting together with something fresh that doesn't require us to put ourselves through the uh, psychological trauma that has been the last three years of our life. I'd just like to say to everyone who listened to the most recent episode of the podcast that I have staged <laughs> a full recovery. I am now uh, recording live from New York. It's Friday night. And uh, I actually secured, because I, I have to go back to New Zealand for some work in February, but I've secured a wonderful sublet through friend of the po- podcast, Chris Roberti. He put me in touch with a guy. Uh, today I went and saw the room, met the guy. We got along like a house on fire. Got a place in Bedsty in Brooklyn uh, for the I rest didn't know of the that. Year. Congrats, that's yeah. awesome. It is. It's a huge weight off my shoulders. Uh, Chris Roberti, of course, you can see on the sensational ah uh, uh, high I was maintenance say HBO show. Is that right? HBO got it off of Vimeo. Yeah. Rest assured, Vimeo. Chris Roberti, go watch it. Uh, expectant father. Hey, that's awesome. Any day His- now. His cousin lives in uh, Wellington now. Brother. Brother? Yeah, brother. brother. Uh, Yeah, he came and stayed with us for a night and took my sleeping bag and recently posted it back with a gorgeous picture of a jockey model from, I would say, 1992. It's a sterling pose and moustache that he's rocking. Anyway, I digress. We've got so many messages. Brother! Hello, Shiver Me Timbers and Guy Montgomery, a real piece of shit. I hope you good boys, real true boys, are doing well. I wanted to drop you a note and let you know that I am getting sentimental with all your reflections on recent episodes. Having discovered Mabim Bam and the boys at the same time, I was beyond delighted about a collaboration between the two groups of boys after having listened to you independently for a while. It feels like I've read this one before, Guy. What do you think? I am getting a lot of sort of familiar... Uh, you know, I'll skip sounds. to the end. <laughs> the end is give it some thought. It feels like the middle is important too. Is uh, it a pitch for a podcast? Imagine my sadness when I realized that the good boys, great, fantastic boys, were on a timer. Then I realized something. With Guy Guy moving to New York, why not have Timbo move somewhere still a fair ways away with legalized Zaysfron lettuce? That place, Denver, Colorado. Yeah. You can talk, Jane. This is your house. My, my flatmates are, rightly so, using the house that they pay to live in and are being very lovely and uh, trying not to impede on my 
horrible. Well, as you sit at the kitchen table and just loudly read fan mail directed Correct. to you in front of the absolute POS. Yeah, uh, guy, guy can even hop on a plane and be here in several hours. That's been read. We've read it. I remember talking about uh, Denver, the Denver Broncos, etc., etc. Thank you, Colin. All the same, love your work. We're yes, gonna indeed. move on. Next message is just a short one, guy. It's from Alexander Jones. I wonder if it's from the Alexander Jones, who I know, or from Alex Jones, the conspiracy theorist. Uh, all it is is a short message that says, I am so, so happy for you and Guy. The third Sex in the City movie is officially not happening. And then it's got a, uh, a link to the news article. I like, we're still, we're still getting news about that. And every time, I've actually just been going through the Facebook now and firing back a different happy emoji to everyone who's telling me that the movie's <laughs> not happening. Uh, I, got, I got a good one here, Tim. Oh, video's playing on that link. Yeah, you ready? go for it. Ahoy, Batty Man and Chris, Crystal Nuts. <laughs> what? I don't know. As season three draws to a close, I cast my mind back to happier, humbler beginnings. It was May 2016. I was on holiday with my quite pregnant wife, enjoying a final fling. A baby moon, if you will, before our wee boy entered the world. He was still a few months away, and we still had no idea about the oncoming apocalypse that he would herald. But somehow, for a concept that is watch the same movie every week for a year, we have persevered beyond all reason. You've got to be taking the piss. I muted my microphone. They couldn't hear that, so you just have to continue on. Okay, well, for those of you who are wondering why I said you've got to be taking the piss, Tim just very loudly blew his nose directly into my ear. Um... My boy is now 14 months old and you're still going. (laughs) (laughs) He wasn't born when you started and now he's walking and almost making sense and no longer a baby. This fool's errand has spanned his little lifespan from conception to now. I thank you for the many hours of fun and laughter in my horrendous Auckland commute. I'm scared to press enter because I'm not ready to send, but damn it, this needs a paragraph break. Anyway, if this is blowing a little too much smoke up your nethers, just know I searched for you in the New Zealand podcast charts and you didn't even write in the top 200 and came a measly 55th in the comedy. Now that I've said it, that feels like a real douchebag thing to do. (laughs) Stay cool and looking forward to banter season two. Say it if you dare. Peas from Jamie Boyd Bell in Auckland, New Zealand. Jamie Bell, legendary. What a great message. I like the pendulum motion of him overcorrecting in, in both uh, directions. Kindness yeah. and cruelty. Legend. You don't often get that. It's great. Um, there will be no banter season two, I assume. I actually have no idea. You don't know that. Kevin writes, Dear Flashlight and AA Batteries. I guess you're Flashlight. Oh, yeah, because you're the Flash. Little did I know my Monday night decision to watch We Are Your Friends with the first commentary track would turn into a weekend-long self-inflicted mini-worst idea of all time. I just finished my seventh viewing of We Are Your Friends in a week, and boys, it was pretty wild. I had a great time the first four viewings, having Timbley, Guybo, Maximum Joseph, and Megan Oppenheimer alongside me to buoy my spirits. But without the podcast, the movie is a strange experience. I don't know that I've ever seen such an empty shell of a film. It almost keeps doing stuff right, but it ends up soulless and hollow. It has almost textbook screenwriting structure and content, but it somehow does all of the technically correct things terribly. It is far from the worst film I've seen, 
but it's bad in such a specific and unusual way. My shining lights, I'm going to tell you. I love that. Can sentence. I just quickly say, I love that sentence. It is great, eh? Can you reread it? I will. It is far from the worst film I've ever seen, but it's bad in such a specific and unusual way. That's great. My shining lights, I'm going to tell you because everyone else in my life is sick of hearing about me talk about We Are Your Friends at, uh, after this week. Night one, the synchronized Pellegrino sip while Zicoli, Somali, and James Reed from The Feelers watch the big fight on the couch. It's a good moment. Night two, Paige's blue Oxford shirt and bas- uh, baseball hat. Night three, cartoon Baseball Zicoli. bat, it has to be. He, yeah. doesn't, he doesn't wear Sorry, a Sorry, baseball bat. I beg your pardon, it does say bat. Uh... Night three, Cartoon Zicoli rocketing headfirst into the ocean with a very satisfying sploosh. Night four, James Reed's weird, charming, creepy smile to Zicoli at the end of mansplaining music sequence. Night, fo- uh, night five, Paige's bat again. Night six, the way Zicoli says, I'm American. Night seven, where's your nuts, squirrel? It ain't winter yet. <laughs> that, is, that is a good one. Yeah, that is good. But can I honestly say the best? Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Quality sleep is essential for boosting energy, recovery, and well-being. So, take your sleep to the next level with Sleep Number. With a Sleep Number smart bed, you can individualize your comfort level and enjoy a better sleep night after night. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, the Queen Sleep Number C4 smart bed is only $1,599, a saving of $300, only for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. So, you've got an idea for a business. The store of your dreams. There's just one thing to figure out. Everything. That's why Shopify's all-in-one commerce platform makes it easy to sell online, in person, and everywhere else. Sell on social media source products with an app to get that first sale feeling. It's the only solution that gives you everything you need to sell everywhere you want. So when you're ready to bring your idea to life, power it up with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash listen. Part of every screening of We Are Your Friends is the moment before it starts. Love, Kevin Rigel, I think is how you pronounce that surname. Great, great message from Kevin. Uh, very grateful for that. Great commitment from Kevin too, huh? Fuck yeah. Love Kevin. Uh, really good shining lights too. Yeah, he found stuff we hadn't found. Um, I got a big one. God, I got heaps actually. Yeah, there's a lot here. Uh, dear Timbley the Brave and good Sir Guy, I bring you some sad news. Love is dead. And Zicoli's MacBook Pro box is what they're going to bury it in. Yes. Much like legendary The Feelers frontman James Reed, I'll probably be drunkenly eating cake with my hands when you read this, as my worst idea of all time romance has ended. Cue violins and all that. 
To cheer myself up, I've just purchased my very own Pay the Boys t-shirt. Hashtag Pay the Boys. And tell you what, it's bloody worked. I reckon this speaks to the very essence of what you do and why we'll all miss the potty so much. Whether you're far from home or you've just been dumped or things are generally a bit crap, you good boys are always there to fill our ears and hearts with your searing critiques of contemporary cinema and your special brand of mental deterioration. I cannot thank you enough for the joy you've provided and you'll be starting again from season one, episode one, as soon as you're finished, as well as indoctrinating uh, whoever I date next into your rambling ways. If either of you are ever in Adelaide... Fringe 2018, question mark? Give us a yell because I'd love to take you out for several beers. Cheers, Steph. P.S. Yeah. I checked before we ended things. He's only up to season two, episode 40. Phew. Now, if you're slightly confused, uh, Steph is the hero who we corresponded with in previous friend zones whose romance was sparked by... um, Oh, a, the ending of the phrase? A ki- of a ki- by a kiss is always a gift. So, uh, we, you know, we, the podcast giveth and the podcast taketh away. And also... Uh, Hold on, how did it taketh away? Well, that's why she's saying love is dead. That relationship has since ended. Mm. Yeah, so I when, see what you're saying. When she said her worst idea of all time romance has ended, that was the romance born of the worst idea of all time. She's still romancing the podcast. And the, the postscript... Uh, was obviously like fearful that he would catch up to listening at the exa- after they've broken up at the exact time, which said, I'm in love with this guy who knows the podcast. Uh, so he's got like probably a year's worth of listening before he's like, oh, I remember that time in my life. Uh, hey, are you going to do the fringe at Adelaide? No. Uh, are you? Maybe now. Go and take uh, Jess out for a drink. She deserves it. Certainly does. Hey, Montaigne got in touch with us. Jess. Was that, was that recognition or just yeah, el- yeah, yeah. elation? That's her name. Hey, boys. If the, uh, I don't know if this is supposed to be read on the friend zone, actually, because Montaigne's kind of a, a friend of ours now. Uh, and In real life, you know, we've met her a few times in the flesh. A fleshy, as we call them, disgustingly. Hey boys, if the internet works correctly, a garage band file ought to have just been sent to you from me, Jess Zero, aka Jess Schmero, mm-hmm. as it appears in the file credits. I'm a tad lethargic and bored at home, uh, and I was listening to the nice Eric Ep out of sheer boredom and a nebulous mind. I began trying to pick out the synth melody from the season three theme song and resolved to do an acoustic version of it. As you can hear, things got blown out of proportion, and it's turned into a cinematic, melancholic, uh, Breathe Me by Sia-esque cover to see out the podcast. Just a bit of silly fun, and a stretch out of the old musical Chops. Art bears art. Hope you enjoyed. Jess, P.S. Sorry about the quality. I used GarageBand on my phone. Didn't have headphones either. Well, blow me down. Where blow me down. Smile? That's incredible. Thank you so much, Jess, for providing us with a an uh, like a theme song uh, written, produced, and performed by a literal ARIA award winner, which is the Australian Grammy. Let me... Uh, well, no one else... Oh, at least I stitch it in. I feel like I should uh, maybe pop this into the next real episode rather than... Yeah, yeah. Sa- save it. Zone. This is special. Let it take us home for the rest of the season. It's, she said it's melancholic, which is a perfect tone. 
And here's another message. And attached to that message is a crisp $20 bill, guy. Amazing. US, greenbacks. Uh, from Alex Tomar, who writes, sending you an email. Oh, okay. Uh, mm. Very interesting. Alex writes. Oh, Alex has corresponded a few times. Hey again, Tim and Guy. I was flying home from a work trip in Berlin, Germany last week. I live in France now with a horrible case of stomach flu. And your episode 55 combined with my fever put me in a state of hazy euphoria. The Kiwi references brought tears to my eyes. And it really was about the only thing that made me feel better after a ramshackle day of S-bahns ah, and airports. That's what they call the, the super highway thing in Germany, right? Uh, the, yeah, they call it the Autobahn. I think that was our art house review, thanks to Kind Eric, that she's uh, that this this author is referring to. Very good. I was particularly tickled by your uh, recount of season two and remembering trying to watch the Sex and City two film with my man friend many months ago. I had to stop fifteen minutes in because of the rampant homophobia and awful dialogue. He genuinely enjoyed it and ended up watching it twice. Needless to say, he and I did not work out. <laughs> Oh, Alex. Anyway, I promised myself I'd chuck you more cash after I'd finished my fancy American PhD, which I finally did in June. So I just did that via the PayPal. It's still not much, but scientists aren't well known for their salaries, just for our big, juicy brains. Thank you for helping me through the end of my PhD and start of my new French sciencey life. You boys are good boys, and I hope you're doing some stand-up at Christmas so I can catch you in person to say cheers. I'm coming home to Auckland for the first time in two years. Kia kaha for the home stretch. Dr. Alex, can I just say, Alex, congratulations on your PhD. That is an absolute triumph, and people who have doctorates impress the pants off of me. Uh, yeah, th- thank you. Thank you, Alex. Now, i got a big message here. Hold on. I think you should, you should maybe acknowledge Alex's contribution to oh, the science look- world. Alex, a little bit more first than of all, is intimidatingly intelligent. Who? Okay, two years away from home is a long time for anyone. Mm. To do a PhD in America and then move to work in France? Do you speak French? Are you learning French? What sort of crazy, hyper-intelligent, globe-trotting lifestyle do you have, Alex? I want to know what her PhD's in. Probably, you'll find it in previous correspondence, I'm sure. Look, this one comes, this is a big message, Tim. And I want, to, me pork chop. I want to read it to you. So this was in response to someone just said, I received a copy. This is a while ago. They said, I just reserved a copy of We Are Your Friends so I could listen to the few dozen commentaries you've released. FYI, the Denver Public Library must have seriously overestimated its sleeper hit quality as they have 20 copies and only three were checked out. And I'd it's written back bad. saying... Three is more than I was anticipating. I wrote back two weeks later saying, ha ha ha, three is still quite a lot to be checked out. Happy trails. Or now I see this is an old message. How did you enjoy the film? And now we get into the body of the text, which was this was sent on Monday. I should respond to things more quickly. Where well, your friends didn't seem that bad to me? Like, I kind of liked it? Not a lot, but it would take a few more watches to realize the horror. I ended up listening to all 11 hours of Sex and City 2 and We Are Your Friends commentary in one week and watching both movies. I listened to the first commentary of each with the movie, but then listened to the remaining ones audio only. So I had several days to observe the slow descent into despair and misery. Like I said, 
I might have watched We Are Your Friends the second time if I weren't busy, but there was no way I was sitting through a second screening of Sex and the City 2. How do you boys do it? Sex and the City 2 is an hour shorter than Seven Samurai, yet feels much longer. The reason, <laughs> as far as I can tell, is that Sex and the City 2 was written by television writers and it shows. I get the ideas that they pitched a whole season's worth of episode plots around the premise of what if they're in Abu Dhabi and tried to cram as many in as possible. There are constantly subplots emerging and then disappearing only a few minutes later. As a result, the movie feels longer than it is because every time a subplot resolves, it tricks your brain into thinking things are wrapping up, only for something else to happen. Compared to the 3.5 hour 7 Samurai, one of the best movies of all time, it's long, but it's laser focused on the inevitable final confrontation, so it flies by. Another frustrating thing is that there are some real shining lights, but they're always immediately adjacent to something that undercuts them. The servant who only sees his wife every few months is sweet, but then we see the opulent breakfast the girls have and it just rubs in his poverty. The two mothers talking about frustration with their families sends a very good message that it's okay to feel that way and you shouldn't be afraid to talk about it, but then it's paired with an insincere toast to women who do it without help. Basically, it tried to be a sincere feminist story, but cut its own legs out with the ridiculous consumer porn. I've never seen the show and I'm told it's much better, but the movie is painful and by far the worst of the three films you have subjected yourselves to Rob Jurgen Dukes and then another message <laughs> oh my god unrelated to the last message but I have some feedback on episode 56 which is the last one that went live Tim yeah pull yourself up by your own bootstraps is a phrase with an odd etymology <laughs> this guy is a research machine <laughs> I, can I just put on the record? I love Rob. Okay. I love Rob. I used to think it meant you were lying down and grabbed your bootstraps to pull yourself upright, but it was originally supposed to refer to something that was literally impossible. You can't lift yourself off the ground by pulling on something attached to your own feet. At some point, the details are hazy, it started to be a way of praising people for doing something hard, like him getting out of poverty was as impressive as if he'd pulled himself up by his own bootstraps. Then it was just another step for conservatives to start shaming poor people for not living up to that ideal. Andrew Carnegie pulled himself up by his own bootstraps, so why can't you? So we've completely forgotten that. By its original meaning, they would be demanding a poor person do something impossible and would need help to pull it off. Basically, what I'm saying is overthrow the capitalists and bourgeoisie and install socialism now with a link to an article called abetterworldisprobable.com pulling yourself up by your bootstraps and etymology of an American dream couple other stray thoughts when the fuck boys mention energy drinks is it possible megan oppenheimer wrote it as filler in the script in hopes of attracting a sponsor then red bull and gatorade and all the others passed so they had to leave it there kiwi pronunciation is rubbing up on me yesterday right after my wife woke up i asked if we wanted to listen to a potty they got confused and somewhat angry because it sounded like i was speaking gibberish until i clarified i was talking about podcasts by the way how would you pronounce durham I ask because if you ever fly to American South, you go through Raleigh Durham International Airport and you need to make sure to mispronounce both names. <laughs> All right, that's enough. Signing off. Say my name, Rob Jurgen Dukes. P.S. Just realize I skipped a salutation. I don't usually send long messages through Facebook. Well, Rob, I reckon that's a load of fucking baloney. So, greetings, Bim Tat, and my Gauntgomery. <coughs> A triumph. A triumph of a message. That observation about the writing of Sex and the City 2, the film, being a series of episodes crammed into one which makes it feel like a nightmarish hellscape that'll never end, is such an astute observation on that piece of cinema. 
and it, it blows me away that in our 52 watches of that film, that never occurred to us. Rob, you're the man. What a, what a great insight into that film, and I think you are 100% on the money. You're a smart man, and uh, I love you. And a good man. Truly impressive stuff there from those two messages. Yeah, Rob, amazing research, amazing writing. Thank you for your time gonna... and generosity. Maybe close off on this one, I reckon, Guy. This will be the last one, I think. Sounds good. It's from Luke. Dear Tim Henman and Guy uh, Picciotto? Sure. Okay. I wanted to write you before the podcast comes to a close. Excuse me. To thank you for Mission your accomplished. <laughs> Should I just end? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> wanted to write to thank you for the podcast before it comes to a close to thank you uh, for your assistance from afar for the last three years. Since 2014, I've been working on my PhD in developmental psychology and last week finally submitted my thesis. Throughout my uh, uh, doctoral Two studies... Two nerds, one podcast. Your dulcet tones have kept me company and quite appropriately mapped onto my experiences. Your season uh, one, year one, the excitement of undertaking a new project... Season two, year two, grinning your teeth and cracking on with the guts of work. Season three, year three, the crushing existential dread of the final slog ahead of you. Interestingly, at my university, you can complete a PhD by practice, submitting an artwork plus a write-up on its theoretical relevance. I believe that your body of work should be considered worthy of such an accolade and will be pursuing the title of Doctor of Philosophy for you both. On tender, tender hooks for the finale. Yours, say my name if this makes it to the friend zone, Luke Maguire. P.S. As part of my new postdoctoral job, it looks like I'll be travelling to London to visit Rawley. Sorry, from London to visit Rawley. Good Christ. It's pronounced rally. Our historians will uh, uh, never li- stop debating uh, that fact. Are uh, liars? Uh, Luke, it's been a pleasure being with you through this academic journey of yours, my dude. And another doctor. Why are these smart people listening to such a silly little show? People need you know? to... Ch- it's like when a chef goes home from a big shift and they just make themselves baked beans. <laughs> We're baked beans, dude. Well, I'm not going to top that. Thanks for joining us, everyone. See you uh, soon. You got, you got anything, we got anything we need to say? Nah. Um, podcast coming soon. Just, you know... Stay with us. We're having fun. We're nearly there. Yeah, not far off. Bye. <laughs> okay, see ya. Well, it's the friend zone. Well, Tim and Guy come to the friend zone. And have a good time. Yes, it's the friend zone. Well, Tim and Guy, because making friends is the best idea of all time. Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the acclaimed movie, All of Us Strangers, starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott. Stream the new Hulu original limited series, We Were the Lucky Ones, with Joey King and Logan Lerman. And don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu.